This episode is brought to you by my new upcoming totally free live masterclass titled The Most Common Legal and Tax Mistakes at Each Stage of Business and how you can avoid them. On this masterclass, you'll learn whether it's time for you to go from a sole proprietorship to an LLC or from an LLC to an S-Corp, or if you have an S-Corp, how you can make sure that you're running it correctly. You will also learn how to get more profitable in a snap and put your taxes on autopilot, as well as how to make sure you're owning the CEO role in your business and managing the growth of your business without the fear that IRS hate mail or nasty lawsuits are gonna come your way. Also, at the end of the class, you'll officially be invited to join the spring 2021 class of Unfuck Your Biz. There will be a special bonus available only to those that attend the masterclass. So if you're curious about the program or know that you need to get a head start on avoiding these legal and tax mistakes we're gonna talk about, join us at www.unfuckyourbiz.com where you can register. See you there. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. As you likely know, on Tuesdays, what we generally do is I take the time to answer one question from my free Facebook group, Braden's Bestie. So we collect all the questions when people join the group, and I pick one to answer each week. But we decided to mix it up. We're going to try something new. Please let me know after you listen to this, if you like it, shoot me a message on DM on Instagram or tag me on your Instagram stories, post in the Facebook group, give me all the feedback. What we're going to do instead is we are going to take the recording from our weekly Facebook lives. So every Friday in the Facebook group, I do a free live Q&A. We collect questions throughout the week. People show up live. I interact with them. I answer the questions. People will post follow-up questions, all that good stuff. So instead of just answering our one question, we're going to do some repurposing here. We're going to retake the recording from that live video and share it here on the podcast. So check it out. Hope you enjoy. Let me know. And here we go. Well, hello there and welcome. I hope you can hear me okay. If you're here watching live, make sure to comment and let me know if you can hear me because you all know I have a problem with my microphone. Okay, it looks like I'm unmuted though, so I'm gonna plug away. If you are new to our weekly Q&As, it's pretty simple. We do a weekly question collection thread that we post every Monday. Sorry, I keep turning off my own iPad and accidentally clicking the button because I'm gonna show you. This is our question collection thread. You can see question collection, very bright and bold. Well, it's not bright, but it is bold. It's black and bold. Um, it's, we always use the same photo, which makes it kind of boring to be honest, but I think the consistency and ease of use is the main point here. We want, you to, we want you to be able to find the post every week. So we post this every Monday, and then you can post your questions. So you can see we have questions this week from Jen, Natasha, Cindy, several others. Thank you for submitting your questions. And then what we also do is we take some of the questions from new members when you provide your question to enter the group and my community manager adds them to this post to, for me to answer as well. So let's dive right in. If you have follow-up questions as I'm answering these, please post them in the comments. If you're here live, drop me a comment so I know that you're here. If you're watching the replay, post hashtag replay in the comments so we know that you're watching. So first question comes from Jen. And Jen says, I have a business that was recently registered as an S-Corp under the advice of my accountant. I registered my business in my home state of Texas. 
Due to my husband's work in the military, we move every few years. What's the point of registering my company in my home state when apparently I need to register it in whatever current state we're living in as well? It's a great question, Jen. Um, typically, so you, you have a few competing issues here. So as a military person, you have a home state of record. That's where you're going to file your income taxes. But when we register our LLCs, so first of all, we have to establish that you don't really form an S-Corp, you form either an LLC or a corporation. Typically, you'll form an LLC and elect for that to be taxed under subchapter S of the tax code. That's when we say that you have an S-Corporation. So you've likely formed an LLC in the state of Texas. And the problem is, is that you end up needing to register your LLC in every state that you live in. So when you are a military spouse, it gets pretty complicated. Um, Jen, I actually want you to go to my website, to my blog, and I have a blog post called, um, it's something like legal and tax issues for military spouse entrepreneurs. It's very specific. There's a lot of great information in there. And I walk through all of this step by step. But Let's say that your home state of record right now is Texas and you live in Illinois. Well, if you're operating your business in Illinois, which you would if you have a home office, then you would likely would need to register your LLC in the state of Illinois as well. And then if you move to Indiana two years later, you have to register your LLC in Indiana. Um, this is what's called operating a foreign corporation. And most states require you to register a foreign corporation in that state and pay whatever franchise taxes or fees that they have. It's not very fun, but it's what we have to do. And the issue is, Jen, if you were, let's say that you were in Illinois and you were there for an undetermined amount of time, but you thought it would be several years, I probably would have just had you form your LLC in Illinois and then transfer your LLC whenever you moved. Um, but some people will choose to say, I'm going to go ahead and form it in my home state of record because that's always going to be my home base. And I don't want to ever want to have to dissolve my LLC and reform it or transfer it. I'd rather just register it in each new state. So you can really do it either way. There's a lot of questions that you would need to ask there. Um, Jen, if you haven't already also signed up for my free masterclass next week, I would love for you to sign up for that. We're going to be talking more about LLCs and S-Corps there as well. Okay, we had a question in the comments. And um, all I see is it says Facebook user. Um, it's because you have to give Ecamm permission to like access your name and that you can do that in your settings if you want. Um, but uh, otherwise just post in the comments uh, who this is. So you said, am I supposed to claim gifted money? I do my own taxes via TurboTax and I don't see that as an option. So it depends. If we're talking about like grandma gave me $50, which is something like grandma does every time I go home, she's always like, oh, it's nice to see you here. Take $50 or $100 for gas or she likes to give me money for like my flight or whatever. Um, grandmas are very nice like that. That I'm not going to claim on my taxes. But we, I talked about this with a student yesterday who told me that she has been giving a lot, away a lot of free content and people want to contribute and say thanks. And so they've been sending her uh, Venmo money. And that's a lot more of a gray area. Like I probably wouldn't really consider that a gift. I would consider it like a pay what you want contribution in exchange for a product or a service, in which case that would be business income. So lots of variables here. I would need a little bit more information. Natasha says, I'm needing to upgrade my phone and switch to iPhone so I can be on Clubhouse with my clients. Can I write my phone off or part of my phone bill? Yes. So you can write a part of it off. The rule really is that you can write off the 
amount that you use in proportion to your business, which is pretty arbitrary and subjective. A lot of us just do 50%. We say 50% business, 50% personal. I mean, at this point, honestly, I could say, I mean, I spend a lot of time scrolling on Facebook for personal use, but even then I'm probably commenting the most in Facebook groups, which would be business related. I feel like I could probably argue that my phone is like 70% used for business. Cindy asks, when is the right time to change my business from a sole proprietorship to an LLC or an S-Corp? And then Cindy asks, what is an S-Corp? Well, Cindy, I see that Chandra already tagged you and said to make sure that you're coming to the Masterclass on Tuesday. And you said that you're already signed up. So Cindy, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to kind of punch your question onto Tuesday because we're going to be covering this in detail on the Masterclass. So if you're watching this live or the replay, anyone else, and you haven't already signed up, make sure you go do that. Uh, unfuckyourbiz.com is the registration page. You can choose a time and join us then. I'm going to be doing an hour-long masterclass talking about LLC formation, S-Corps, how to do them correctly, how to know when to do them correctly. And then I will also be teaching you my cash flow system on how to run your cash flow, pay yourself, and automate your taxes. So there'll be lots of great stuff. Then at the end of the masterclass, I will be giving you all a formal invitation into my signature program, Unfuck Your Biz, so that you can work with me in our group coaching program for the next 10 weeks, which is going to be amazing. All right. Terry says, is a business a good thing to start for a tax break? Terry, the answer is no. So um, when you have a business, you have to pay income taxes and self-employment taxes on the business income. So effectively, you're taxed more on business income than you are on non-business income. So not a good thing to start if you want a tax break. Some people will start a business um, just to save taxes because they want to claim a lot of expenses. They'll claim more expenses than they're making. But then the IRS doesn't like that. We have these things called hobby loss rules where if you're not really trying to actually make a profit, they can determine that it is a hobby. And then um, they don't like that. They're gonna disclaim your deductions. Okay, sorry, I just learned how I could get the um, your comments here on the screen. This is so fun, okay. Uh, next question from a Facebook user. Let me know. Let me know in the comments who is asking this question so I can address you by your lovely and amazing name. So I'm thinking about this in the context of a friend graciously sending me money to help pay for car payments. So that would probably be a gift. Um, yeah, generally, if someone's gifting you money, then you don't need to claim that anywhere. It's my general understanding. I took a state and gift tax in my tax program, it's been a while ago, but generally gifts, we don't report. Same thing with loans because we have to pay those back. All right, okay, let me take that off. There we go, oh look, okay, so fun, love that. All right, Melissa, Melissa says, what's the best way to establish business credit? So first of all, Melissa, you wanna get a business EIN and that will kind of, it operates as your business's social security number, so that will kind of help you establish a line of credit. But the, the issue is, and this is not really my core area of expertise, so I'm not telling you this as an expert, I'm just telling you this based on my own personal experience with business credit. I had pretty bad personal credit for quite a while. In fact, I just started turning that around several months ago when I launched Unfuck Your Finance. Uh, about a month ago, two months ago, I talked a lot about this. So. The way the business credit typically works is when you're starting your business, you don't have any history of credit and they have to basically base the business credit on your personal credit. Or in other words, like 
typically you can't get a business credit card um, if you have bad personal credit, if your business does not have any credit established itself. That was a really roundabout way of explaining that. But basically, if your business has no credit, they're gonna base it on your personal credit, in which case you have to have decent credit to get a business credit card, okay? But then once you get a business credit card, that's going to affect just the business credit, right? So you could have personal credit card, you could have business credit card, hopefully you're paying uh, on both of those very diligently and you'll have good credit for both of them. But meanwhile, your business credit, based on my understanding, will be kind of tied to your personal credit. Otherwise, they don't have anything else to go off of. Okay. Um, Maricela, let me know if I'm pronouncing your name correctly. If not, please give me a phonetic spelling in the comments so that I can make sure that I get it right next time. Okay, you said, can I deduct clubhouse time at the end of the year? So... I'm assuming what you're asking is like the time that you spend on Clubhouse, like just engaging in rooms, if you can deduct that, like deduct, like I'm, I'm not really sure exactly what your question is, but the answer is no, um, unless I'm misunderstanding your question. So a lot of people will ask, can I to get a tax deduction for volunteering somewhere? And the answer for that is no, right? Um, Clubhouse would definitely be a no because generally we're doing that to promote our own businesses. So that would be like trying to take a deduction for going to networking events or marketing our business on Instagram. Like those are business activities really. So it's not really voluntary. It's not deductible. None of that kind of stuff. Okay. We had another question here. If I only make $7,000 in a year doing a side business and I don't have another full-time job, does the standard deduction mean I won't owe any taxes since it reduces my taxable income? Yes, this is a great question. So yes and no. I always wanna just say yes to this question, but then I also forget about self-employment tax. So this way, the way this would work for income taxes is let's say you profited $7,000, then your standard deduction is $12,200. So for income tax purposes, your taxable income is negative negative amounts of dollars. So you would owe no income tax. But your self-employment tax, your share of Medicare and Social Security, is based solely on your business profit. So if your net income was $7,000, then you would owe roughly 15.3% self-employment tax on that. It comes out a little bit less with some different tax benefits, but if I calculated this really, really fast, 7,000 times 0.153, would be $1,000. And then if you did have any tax credits, like if that's all the income you have, you probably would end up getting an earned income tax credit, which would then reduce that tax to zero. Then we can get into a lot of other complexities. But the short answer is, it would mean no income tax, but it doesn't mean that you won't end up owing self-employment tax. Okay, so I hope that helps. That's all the questions we had this week. I'm gonna hang out for another minute here to see if we have any more um, from those of you that are live. I'm gonna open up my phone and see who we have here in the comments. And also, I'm gonna link the link to the masterclass um, in the comments because I wanna make sure that you all, make sure that you all sign up to join. So. Um, comment below if you are watching either live or the replay. Comment below and let me know if you've already signed up for the masterclass. Let me know. 
because I want to make sure that I see you all there. It's gonna be super, super, super fun. We have about, um, I think we have about 120 people signed up so far, so should be a good time. Oh yeah, I think it's, is it Takesha? Let me know if I'm pronouncing your name correctly. You got it. I can't see your names on my computer, which is so funny, but then I pull up the video like on my phone and I can actually see your names, which is so, I have to like put it over my face for it to autofocus. Um, hi Tay, hope you're doing well. And I hope I pronounced your name correctly as well. Let me know. Um, also, I hope you all like the new video format. So I got moved, if you saw my Instagram stories, I've been doing stories like a wild person the past week. Uh, we moved into our new house. I moved into my home office and everything was going really, really well until about a half an hour ago. The, you can't see it, but my curtain rod, the bracket of my curtain rod started pulling out of my wall. I've never had that happen before. Um, I think it's because I just like drilled it into the drywall and not a stud. And the I don't, that's normally never been a problem for me. Like if I'm hanging heavy stuff, like I'll use the stud finder, but I think I'm gonna have to hire a handy person um, to come and hang my curtain rod for me in my office so they can screw it into studs. Um, Cause I have nice, like nice shears, right? That I wanna get up. All right, um, let's see, what else do we have here? Next question, if you are an LLC and you take a, a draw slash check, you pay your quarterly taxes from that check or your personal account where you set aside 30%, right? Um, okay, I'm a little confused by your question. So you said, all right, okay, sorry. I think this is the same person. Let me put up this one. So you said not the business account. If you have set up a tax bank account doing profit first, Someone told me to pay estimated from the business tax account, and that seems wrong. So really you can do it either way. Um, I like to have people pay their taxes from their personal account because your business, like really your business should not be paying your taxes for you. We pay taxes personally. Our business doesn't pay taxes when we're a pass-through entity, like a sole proprietor or a single member LLC. We owe those taxes personally. So I like to open a tax account under my personal name, not under my business name. You're gonna transfer money into that bank account and then you can pay it from there when you go to pay your quarterly taxes. So you also said um, where you set aside the 30%. So I'm not sure if you're asking if 30% is the correct number, but we actually, so I'm gonna spin this back around to the masterclass again. We are going to be talking about cash flow management on the masterclass on Tuesday, and I'll be teaching you all specifically how I run my cash flow, how I teach all of my students to do it, and how we automate these savings for our quarterly taxes. So make sure you signed up, and it'll be super fun. Okay, so let's see here. Why is my thing not auto-updating? I'm having like the most difficult tech time here. Oh, that was Carrie. Hi, Carrie. I hope that helped. Okay. Oh, Takesha. Okay, good. I'm glad I got your name right. That's awesome. Hey, Bea. All right, so I think that's all the questions we had this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the this live video. Uh, again, we do these every Friday. If you have fellow entrepreneur friends that are not already in the Braden's Besties group, 
make sure to invite them. We're working really hard to make this a super valuable group for all of you with a lot of amazing resources. And we just really want to expand the group, right? It's good for my business. It's good for people to get their legal and tax help. You're helping out your friends. Everyone wins. So invite them in. Um, after this video ends, goes, go tell like five of your friends to join the group. Um, yes, yeah, Carrie. So I like to pay it from personal for sure. So good question. Hope to see you on the masterclass on Tuesday. So thanks again, everyone. I hope that you have a fabulous Friday and wonderful weekend. I will catch you all on the masterclass on Tuesday. All right, have a good one. Bye. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.